That's how it starts. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. Welcome, I am Andrew Dice. And I am Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by the minute, officially into the second hour of Zack Snyder's Dawn of Justice, rewatching it one minute at a time. We've made history. It only took us how many hours? I think over a year. <laughs> I think we are at over a year. <laughs> yeah. We continue our march forward. It's only fitting that as we enter a new hour of this film, we arrive at a new character whose newness has only become clear after the movie came out and then drifted off into the past that uh, we learned the truth of Minute 61. You're treating me like a stranger? I'm treating you like a reporter. All right. Is the U.S. providing experimental military arms to rebels in Africa? You know, with balls like yours, you belong in here. This is one of my... my favorite lines in the movie oh, yeah. is he says with with uh, with balls like this you belong in here and it's funny because so this was a, the movie was originally written by David Goyer and then it got another it got a pass from Chris Terrio and um, who I believe was did a lot of if not most of the like Lex writing like there were certain aspects yeah I think so and to me this is one of those lines that I think jumps out like that is such a Goyer line like you look back at man of steel and you've got like dick splash and <laughs> like all those like who says that and and then like i don't know terrio doesn't strike me as the one that would be like let's put a balls joke in here <laughs> now i will say i think it is a, it's a balls joke that holds up yeah exactly i still do kind of laugh because it is like if we're gonna have a character who is the like u.s military well she was introduced yeah well then lois was introduced in this movie with, um, I'm a, I'm not a, I'm not a, yeah. um, I'm not a, um, what did she say? I'm not a lady. I'm a journalist. Yeah. And when he says here, you know, you're going to talk to me like I'm a stranger. I'm talking to you like you're a reporter. It, it almost has like an air of like respect to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm paying you the respect of recognizing that you're looking for a story here because you know, that's how you are coming to me. Exactly. Like well, you're not going to also... try to double you know, double play me here, try to get in because we're friendly. Well, there's enough mutual respect between them also that he knows he can, he can speak to her that way in the same way that she knows she can walk into the men's restroom and not, and, and like not get arrested (laughs) by him. Ironically, given the fact that I think that's such a on the nose, um, Goyer line, Goyer, not a Martian Manhunter fan. Like famously said that like nobody wants to see a Martian Manhunter movie. Man, I don't even know where to start breaking this down. So the movie had been out for three years. Justice League had come out and really. Scrapped. Yeah, I'm like, where do I start with that? So Justice League happened and but didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen so hard. So Snyder has been teasing all sorts of stuff about the movie over the years, about what what Justice League was supposed to be like. Just like this movie, it was going to be. Several hours. It was uh, over like three about three and a half hours, so even longer than this one. Um, and the theatrical cut was two hours, and about half of that was Joss Whedon. Um, maybe even he re- he added eighty pages of script. It's about a minute per page. 
And so, you know, if you say that's that's 80 minutes. And I do remember this being the example that even if it wasn't like in the timeline, it was the point at which like I realized just how much of the original story that was being told here had been changed. Right. This was a real like canary in the coal mine. Just recently, actually, Harry Lennox was on a, a podcast where he said he said that at the BVS premiere, he was talking to people and they were like, oh, so we're gonna, excited to see you in London like next week. Like they were, they were production on Justice League was supposed to start right away. The script was done. Terry had written it with Snyder. They are ready to go. They're planning on having Harry Lennox and Christina Wren were supposed to be in it in London. And then reviews hit and everything changed. It began. Yeah. BVS got got terrible reviews. So just at the premiere, they had been talking about Lennox shooting scenes in just a few weeks in London. Um, and then he said he found out that his uh, not only was it like delayed, but his scenes were gone. Um, he wasn't even in it at all. So he he suspects that Snyder would have found a way to work him in in, in post because I guess Snyder is really good at that, where he'll just tell a studio, like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. And then like he'll make his cut, and they're like, when did you shoot this? And he's like, don't worry about it. And so a lot of that was going to happen, but his daughter passed away during the production of Justice League. He got forced off the movie. None of that happened. Anyway, all of that to say, in October of 2019, he posts a storyboard that shows Martha turning into Martian Manhunter, and then turning into Swanwick, which was a huge fan theory for a long time that like Lennox had even, you know, said it was not the case. And um, I think he was a fan but, cast for, for Martian Manhunter even before Batman v Superman. Yeah, exactly. And so um, so what I have been told from people who worked on all these movies, it was not the plan in Man of Steel, even though it works out perfectly if you see, like, the point people talk about is when they're standing at the, the one-way mirror or the two-way mirror and Superman breaks the handcuffs and steps forward, all of the um, the troops and or all the military police or whoever on the one side of the mirror, like, step back in fear, except Swanwick stays st- firmly planted, like, staring at Superman. Um, and so people look at, back at that and say, oh, wow, that's so cool that he's planning it from then. And that's a really <laughs> kind of happy a happy accident. He was just playing like a hard-ass, experienced military person. But it wasn't until during BVS that they started to think about making him Martian Manhunter. During the commentary, Snyder did mention, um, he said, here's uh, Harry Lennox, he's doing a really good job of pretending to be a human. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) I don't know enough about it to know how relevant the fact that he's Martian Manhunter is to the plot or to what he does in nbvs or how much consideration was taken for that while it was being written um i think most of his story was basically going to be a retcon um but it wasn't really going to contradict like i said it works really well with man of steel you'll find it works well in other places i know that's there's a lot of justice league related stuff but um really significantly changes what's going on here as well yeah i mean there's not a whole lot of lore to the swanwick character like to begin with, I think everything we need to know about him, like you said, he's a he's a well seasoned military guy who, through all of that, maintained his conscience. I guess you could say, like he, 
seemed like a an intelligent guy who had not become jaded. He follows the rules, but also will work as much within them as he can to do what he think is right. I guess if we're comparing him, that's so weird. I'm comparing him to Batman. But like he was the person willing to concede that he might just be a guy. And here's what's really cool about this. He, I, I believe... I believe he was the first person cast in Man of Steel. So Snyder, he he um, Snyder's friends with him, and they're they're close in some capacity. Henry Cavill tested, screen tested with Swanwick, so they already had him picked out. And in order to determine who would be Superman, they screen tested Henry Cavill against him. It's one of those things where kind of you know Snyder has an idea of what he wants, and so I think he really wanted to know how Superman yeah. would play off against this type of person. I think he's one of the better parts about um, Batman v Superman also. Does Harry Lennox encapsulate the tone of of this serious in appearance, but has like a, a bit of a heart and a, a sense of humor there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, I, I will point out, I think this is the only, or this might be the first chance we get. I'm not sure about that final scene in Man of Steel, but Lois addresses him as Secretary Swanwick, which I think is the first indication we get oh. that he has gone from Colonel Swanwick to now, I would assume, Secretary of Defense, or uh, I guess we don't know. I think we'll probably find out later in the movie when the S is hitting the F. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I don't know, if, I don't think there's really a whole lot left to say about the the Martian Manhunter angle other than just, you don't know if he is a character fabricated by Martian Manhunter or replaced if he if Swanwick exists or existed separate of Martian Manhunter. I do think it's kind of cool, though, that in, at least in the Justice League New Frontier, gives sort of a origin story for, for Martian Manhunter, and he comes to the world and people are obviously terrified of him. He learns about the world by watching TV and decides to craft his persona based around like a detective yeah, um, like a Columbo show. type. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As a way to not only because that's kind of what he, how he felt he could fit into the world, but it was something that he felt was like identifiable to, it was a character that people would be more comfortable with, obviously, than than they would be with him. Protect people without, you know, without needing to reveal who he is. I think it, I think it works for this character. I think it's not hard to imagine you know, a Justice League reveal that would be like, what would Martian Manhunter do? Of course he would move into a position of right. really high authority trying to be a conscience for. Yeah, well, and it was, he had, he had a, in, in New Frontier, he had a, a passion for, um, because of the time that the book existed in, um, he was fascinated by, like, racial issues, um, which is interesting that he's he's white there, but he's, um, he's uh, obviously Swanwick is black. Um I don't know, like I said, I don't think any of this like played a role in the way Swanwick was written, even necessarily for BVS, but with what we know about Martian Manhunter, I do think it fleshes out the character in a cool way. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of also a nod to voice depictions were often by African-American actors, so it was kind of... yeah. In this movie, and I think around the same time, Supergirl, the TV show, was like giving a nod to that fact that almost like retroactively he had become a character coded as black uh, that's a i mean that's a whole other podcast on its own of how yeah. that came to be and then they did pay uh you know reference to the fact that he chose the appearance that he did i think in the tv show um all things that could have been really cool in justice league however 
I will say he gets the honor in this movie. Man of Steel seemed like a simpler story compared to this, which is kind of wild to say because that, oh, that was already dealing with a lot of stuff. It's nice to have him step back in here and his description to Lois is like 100% accurate. A, a, a kind of emotionless, bias-free explanation of what happened. Here's the truth. A reporter got greedy for a scoop and went where she shouldn't have. Superman acted like some rogue combatant to rescue her and people died. Yeah. That, that is like, factually, that is what happened. We This would all be so much better. <laughs> like, you know, get <laughs> get let's get Swanwick and Senator Finch in the same room together and have them sort this entire thing out because um, I, I do appreciate that he laid that out and Lois is basically silenced by it because he is right about that. However, yeah. he then says... Don't try to invent a conspiracy theory to put his halo back or yours when we have personally just watched two minutes of the actual conspiracy <laughs> that is yeah. being put together <laughs> to make Superman seem like he doesn't have a halo. But it speaks to Lois's guilt. And I think that that's probably that has been kind of signaled before that it more than anything just is a reminder that, oh, yeah, Swanwick is a good guy and he sees through a lot of stuff that other people don't. Yeah. He's kind well, of like the only character well, that is like purely Lois's too. Yeah. Which is great because then it's Harry Lennox and Amy Adams. But that he can see through is really ironic given the character because A, Martian Manhunter can render himself intangible, but B, he knows he can the read truth. minds. Yeah. Yeah. And which I think is a really interesting point also here, which I think is alluded to in the movie where he doesn't say Superman. He's right. He says, her, your boyfriend. Mm hmm. So he clearly <laughs> he knows that Clark is Superman, and Snyder confirmed that in his um, in the director's commentary, um, and so that kind of adds another layer to that that he knows and he hasn't told, and he's in a position you know like June would like to know that right. Um, I'm sure a lot of people in the government would like to know that, but he's clearly withholding it. Why? Well, maybe he knows something about aliens who have a dual identity. Or if he is just a human, maybe him and Jonathan Kent would would see a world in more similar ways than most of the other characters at work here. Yeah. Well, he knows what would happen to Superman. Yeah. Well, and also remember at the end of, um, I know it's ironic to say this given what you just said, you know, the line that Swanwick just said, but um, Superman's last line to him in Man of Steel is, you're just going to have to trust me. And it seems he has. Like you said, with Jonathan, he knows what will happen if like his identity gets out. Or oh yeah, or if the government gets a hold of him or whatever, yeah. and and he um, doesn't want anything to do with that. Well, with that sorted out, finally we get to go back to Perry. So, I logged into your Dropbox to find copy. There's copy, all right. I talked way too long about Martian Manhunter. 